Our sponsor for this episode is Medicine Forward. Please check out their website at www.medicineforward.org. And please join Medicine Forward, a grassroots organization disrupting how doctors organize for a special town hall event on Thursday, September 21st, 2023 at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are thrilled to host Dr. Gabe Boslett, co-founder of the Good Trouble Coalition as our honored guest. This interactive gathering will offer a unique opportunity to engage in a meaningful discussion and connect with physicians and healthcare leaders from across the nation. Our aim is to transform our collective frustration with the current healthcare system into actionable initiatives that will drive positive change. Let's come together and stir up even more good trouble as a united force for better healthcare. everyone, Joshua Judy and Dr. Todd Atten back with another episode of Searching for Our Quadruple Aim, the podcast. Our Quadruple Aim is the balance of four key components, which are patient experience, quality care, lower cost, and provider wellness. A winning mindset to combat dysfunction in healthcare and beyond. And we have a special guest, which uh, we will introduce shortly, but before we get to that, Please remember to hit those like and subscribe buttons to stay up with the latest. And with that, I'd like to bring into the fold our special guest, Kim Downing. Hi, Kim. Uh, welcome to the podcast. We are thrilled to have you here today. Uh, this is kind of like take two because we had some technical problems that Kim was a trooper for. So uh, shout out to you for that. It's, we very much appreciate that. Uh, but I wanted to say a little bit about you and, and, and what we're trying to accomplish today and, and going forward. You know, in healthcare, there's a lot of negativity um, and people tend to dwell on that. And we want to take a definitely a different approach. We want to celebrate, we want to highlight and even extol, which I love the word extol. Uh, so we're here to do that with Kim today. So a little bit about Kim, uh, a seasoned healthcare professional, three-time cancer survivor, um, and has experienced firsthand many of the challenges in healthcare, loss of autonomy, frustrations with the EMR. And I'm gonna digress for half a second because I was gonna make every attempt not to swear in this, but if we keep talking about the EMR, I don't know that I'm gonna be able to hold off. <laughs> All right, back to what I was talking about. Has also uh, experienced burnout, moral injury, and unfortunately things beyond that. Uh, her goal is to assist healthcare systems in creating and maintaining institute, institutional initiatives and policy changes that promote a pervasive culture of caring and physician well-being. And I've got to say, I, I've known Kim for a relatively short period of time, but I am absolutely impressed. And I would go so far as to say, I feel like Kim is a champion for physician wellness as well as connectivity. Kim, I'm going to turn it over to you. Well, thank you, Todd. Thank you for having me. <laughs> if you would, we'd like to hear maybe a little bit from some of the pieces that you recently had published as a starting point. Sure. Um, so one of the articles I recently had uh, published on um, Kevin MD was a tribute to my radiologist, and the title was an inspiring tribute to an exceptional radiologist who made a lasting impact. And there was really one sentence in there. Um, I shared it on LinkedIn and another doctor echoed this sentence back to me. 
I just thought was very powerful. And the sentence was, as I prepared to leave the radiology room that day, my radiologist offered, you need another hug. And that just kind of says it all. And I didn't know it at the time, but that was the last time I ever saw my irreplaceable radiologist. <laughs> and um, then another uh, article I recently had published, my most recent one, um, was called uh, Surviving Multiple Cancers, A Tale of Blessings and Exceptional Doctors. And um, actually a physician, again, when I shared it on LinkedIn, um, quoted me and she had said that um, many of us doctors forget what it's like to feel seen and your article does that. And then she shared um, this uh, from my article. Amidst all the challenges and burdens faced by doctors today, I am grateful that many physicians still manage to show up with their best selves, continuing to make an incredible impact in the lives of their patients. Thanks for sharing that, Kim. Um, pretty amazing. And you had mentioned that you're a three-time cancer survivor. If if I may, you just share with everyone, where do you find that inner strength when you're going through something as challenging as that? Well, I I know Todd has shared in the book that he has a deep faith and, and I do as well. And my church has been really wonderful and an incredible source of support for me. And I have a wonderful uh, support system of family and friends. And somehow I've just managed to get what I needed when I needed it. Um, and people without knowing it and knowing each other kind of even tag teamed it. You know, like sometimes I might be feeling down and I might get a surprise phone call from my cousin. And it was, you know, be just, just what I needed when I needed it. And, uh, you know, I, and so um, that's some of it. And I've, I've generally always had a positive attitude. People have said I'm one of those people that makes, you know, lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> so I can't say that I've had it, you know, 100%, 100% of the time. But I keep trying to come back to that. And focusing on gratitude has been uh, instrumental as well. That's Kim, that is fantastic. Actually, my son, uh, Brandon, my second oldest, uh, he used to say, when uh, life gives you uh, lemons, let's go ahead and make limes. <laughs> I really I'm not sure what that has to do with his voice as you said that, Todd. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, you know, I, and the other thing too, Kim, is, you know, we've chatted a handful of times. Your smile's infectious. It, it really is. And, and that's a beautiful thing. And, and, and that's often lost in healthcare, just those simple things. We write in the book about kindness and kudos, you know, the, the cost for kindness and kudos last I checked is usually this, you know, uh, but it can turn into the heart symbol, right? You know, and, and that's an amazing thing. Um, and we, we need more of that, which is what we're trying to accomplish with this. Um, I'd love to hear maybe a little bit more about your kids, if, if oh. you will. Yeah, sure. Um, so our son, Patrick, is uh, 27 years old, and he graduated from University in New Haven with a degree in music and sound recording. And he works for a company called Activate the Space that builds uh, video walls. So a couple of their clients are like Under Armour and uh, Foot Locker. Um, so any video wall in the country is uh, from was uh, built by his company. Impressive. Yeah. I mean, some big brands. Yeah. And he had his own radio. He loves uh, radio. And uh, all the years he was in college, he had his own radio show. And he recently went back for, they had a reunion event 
Um, so he, he enjoys that. <laughs> and then uh, our daughter, Shannon, uh, is 25 and she lives in the DC area. And she graduated from Bryant University with a degree in applied mathematics and statistics. And she is a data analyst uh, with Capital One in Northern Virginia. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, we've talked a few times and, and I was going to ask you how uh, your physician champion role has evolved over the last year or so, but apparently my timeline is, is way <laughs> off. So I, I'd like to hear maybe the evolution over three months. Is that correct? Well, well, there's there's what I've been trying to do, which spans closer to eighteen months. But then you know, there's there's different prongs of it. So um, a little over a year ago was when I found um, the Kevin MD site, or like a year ago March, and um, uh, I was reading the articles. Uh, I told him I've read pretty much every article, and there I think there's like five a day that he publishes, and a lot of physicians were talking about burnout and things like that. And I could relate to all of it um, as a physical therapist. Once we switched to, to the EMR, um, you know, I experienced some of those same things. So I began becoming concerned about my physicians and I reached out to our local healthcare system and they were going to try to involve me. I said, I, you know, wanted to work on physician well-being, um, but nothing really materialized. So I reached out again in January. Um, and again, um, for various reasons, nothing has yet to materialize. So I was trying to find other avenues to think, well, you know, what else could I do? Um, and I have a, um, a physician coach, uh, Michael Hirsch, and I was talking to him and I asked him in uh, April about um, LinkedIn. I said, is that because I'd only ever been on Facebook? Um, I says, is that like a supportive, you know, community, um, you know, for building connections and stuff? And he said, yeah, he found that. So with, you know, one click, he connected me to LinkedIn and uh, the past three months, um, now, I think I had less than 150 connections um, in April and none of them were physicians and I never went on LinkedIn. And uh, as of today, I have over 1,500 and they're, all the additions are pretty much physicians. <laughs> so they're just awesome. I've just met so many like you, right? I've just met so many wonderful people. It's really neat. Yeah, I mean, I, I love that. And and we found a lot of power in, in LinkedIn too. It's just a great resource to connect with folks that are trying to um, elevate and do and showcase a lot of these positive things. And uh, people have been very open and, and warm and receptive. So um, similar experience that Todd and I are having. Yeah, I've been connecting Todd with uh, in both of you, right? With it. <laughs> well, and that's the, make some connection. Yeah, there isn't a class in medical school for networking, right? I mean, <laughs> we're doing all kinds of other stuff and uh, there, maybe there should be. Maybe there is now. I don't know. I guess I've got a lot of gray hair, so maybe there is. I don't know. Um, Kim, you had mentioned before we got on the uh, on the air, if you will, um, that there was a little competition you had going on with Dr. Hirsch. Is, is that true? <laughs> no, I just, I told him he should try to have as many or more connections as me. And uh, I think I've uh, sur surpassed him, but he has a full-time job and I don't, so. <laughs> that's, that's fair, but the work you're doing, um, I think is priceless. And I've already personally benefited from it in terms of connecting with other people, not only in the United States, but around the world. And so I'm forever grateful to you for that. In fact, um, possibly a good transition here. I wrote down some adjectives um, that I thought, uh, uh, when I thought of you and I just like to read through that list, uh, amazing, energetic, 
enthusiastic, full of gratitude, love, compassion, empathy, motivation, altruistic, inspiring, thankful. Wow, that's pretty awesome. And we've only spoken twice. <laughs> yeah, but incredible. You, but you know, um, I don't have my thesaurus in front of me. Uh, that was a great list, Todd. I, I couldn't find mine. I was looking for it. We had at one point when I was writing, I had like, well, when we were deep into the book, I had like five spread around the house because I would be in spirit. <laughs> I would pull the thesaurus and, and then finally I realized that, you know, I could just do it on my phone. And I'm like, uh, anyways, um, Kim, I, I'd like to change gears a little bit. Um, and, uh, you seem to be a magnet for physicians. <laughs> what do you, why is that? <laughs> no, I think it's because I really care and they can tell that I really care that I'm honest and sincere. So if I make a connection, you know, usually often I'll, we'll have already some mutual connections. So I'll share that. I'll say that we share some mutual connections. And sometimes they'll say, if it's somebody that I know well, you know, I'll say, oh, you know, we, we both know so-and-so. And then they'll see that that is true. And then, um, you know, we'll connect. And then sometimes they might say, thank you for connecting or, oh, it's nice to connect with you. And if they do that, um, most recently, since I had that, that article, that was a physician gratitude article published on Kim and MD and I had shared it on LinkedIn, I would offer to tag them in that so they could see it as well. And they appreciated that because some people take in the gratitude, like one physician said she goes to work every day, not often not knowing if she's making a difference. And she said when she read about all my doctors that I remembered and the impact they made on me, that maybe some of her patients feel the same. So she was able to extrapolate that gratitude um, from my article. Um, so is that I think they just know, they can tell that I can't, you can tell if somebody really cares and I do. <laughs> and I and then I offer if there's anything I could do to support them. So sometimes we'll Zoom if they feel like, you know, we have something in common or they'd like to get to know me a little better, we'll have a Zoom and then I'll give them a shout out on LinkedIn and I just talk about our conversation, what I learned for them, or if they have a side venture, you know, I'll share that. And then when they read it, they can see that it's true, you know, <laughs> and then they appreciate that. So Kim, I can imagine you as your doctor's first patient for the day and leading with kindness. I see ripples of better patient care carrying on for the remainder of the day. You set the tone. That's really awesome. Well, thank you. And I've also, um, uh, since the, the second surgery, I'd started sending all my physicians thank you notes. And then one, the next time I saw him, he thanked me and he said it basically that it just came at a time where he really needed that, you know, and it was just what he needed to hear. And that was really nice. And uh, then another doctor, I was his first patient last week and I could understand, I could fully understand what you're saying. Actually, he had said a few months ago that he thought I was going to make a national impact. And I laughed because I, I didn't see that happening at all. And then some would argue that it already, you know, has. Well, and here we are. Uh, <laughs> I didn't epic, know you again, right? <laughs> right. Despite the epic fail with the first take on this, um, <laughs> the lack of the record button was a big problem. Uh, anyways, uh, I did want to say one other thing with that. I think this speaks very well to the fourth component of our quadruple aim, 
you know, whether we say physician or whether we say provider, that wellness component is so important and totally impacts the other three. Study after study has shown that if your providers are doing well, quality improves, patient experience improves, cost tends to go down, waste tends to be less, et cetera. There are a lot of people high up in the medical food chain that could learn a lot from this podcast, in my opinion. Um, you know, so so kudos to you. I'm going to totally derail this conversation, so get ready here, Kim. Okay. <laughs> I don't um, think you can derail Kim. I think <laughs> no, 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 this is, I'm trying to go full positive. I haven't even sworn yet. This is like a record. Um, all right. Who is your favorite superhero and why? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not so into, uh, let's see. I don't know. I guess. Maybe I would just, in the spur of the moment, just say you know, Wonder Woman because what woman wouldn't want to be Wonder Woman, right? <laughs> Absolutely, cool clothes, great car. I think she, I think they, I think she might even have a jet or whatever. And actually, um, I have a friend who actually really does look like Wonder Woman, and she's actually played her in parades and things like that. So, <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's great. Cool. Uh, Josh, actually, I don't know who would you be. Who would you be? It's so funny you asked that because James, uh, my son, uh, he just asked me this question yesterday. Uh -huh. So I, I would go with Batman and I'll tell you why. And Batman's not like all the other superheroes is, uh, our son would say he's more of a gadget guy, but it's a little bit more than that. He's just kind of the ordinary guy that does extraordinary things I feel. And that's what I think of when I think of positions and and what they have to go through right and when they are dealing with all the things that they're dealing with in the system i mean to me they're those ordinary everyday folks doing extraordinary things and that goes for the nurses that goes for the staff that makes this all you know stay together they're the glue so that that's why i pick batman i like that how about yourself todd I knew this was coming. All right. Um, so I'll, I'll go, um, I'm, I'm partial to Spider-Man. I, I think for a few reasons, I, I can relate to the teenager and the adolescent who was picked on and bullied. Um, and I don't want to get too emotional because I struggle with that as a youth, as we talked about in the book. Um, but then I always love some of the Stan Lee quotes with great power comes great responsibility. Um, and I truly believe that, you know, as you get more influential, it's how to use that energy, use it for the greater good or to use it for self-serving means, you know, and in my career, I found that when I've tried to do the right things, typically the right, it'll take me down the correct path. So yeah, I'm going to, let to go with the, the web slinger. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if All I right. ever make it out to Michigan, I'll have to come near Halloween and we'll have to dress up as our favorite superheroes. <laughs> oh, that, would, that would be great. That would be yeah, great. Fun. Actually, that, that might be a good uh, sequel to the podcast. We'll show up and, you know, anyways. <laughs> um, so, Kim, we were talking to Gabe yesterday and he had mentioned learned helplessness, a state that occurs after a person has experienced stressful situations repeatedly. I don't know anybody that that's occurred <laughs> to. Um, um, but believe they're unable to control or change the situation. So they don't even try. 
even when opportunities arise. Any thoughts on that or any additional input on that comment? Well, I guess as I've been trying to um, work with my um, local healthcare system to find an inroads, since there's been a lot of obstacles, it's kind of felt like that. Like sometimes that I'm trying to do things that I don't feel like appreciated in my own backyard where like on LinkedIn, I get positive feedback, you know, from other physicians that I feel like, hey, I'm right here, you know, I want to help. So I understand the obstacles they face. So I'm trying not to internalize it um, because I don't think it's about me. So I'm trying to have it not turned into learned helplessness, but more that I just need to find another way. Yeah, that's well said. Well said. Mm -hmm. Very well said. Well, I think we had one other thing we wanted to impart. Joshua, do you wanna you wanna tackle I, this one? I would love to. So part of ripple of change is what we talk about with pain at forward. And you know, we we highlighted the pieces on kindness and kudos, but how do we pay it forward? for those making a positive difference. So what we'd like to offer you, Kim, and if you need to think about this for a little bit, it's fine, but I believe that you have a name right at the top of your mind. We'd like to offer to mail a copy of the book signed to either a colleague of yours or a friend, uh, just that favorite person who's making a, a positive difference in your life and hope that they spread the word and they're able to cast their stone and continue uh, paying it forward themselves. And if Absolutely. you want to go with a offline, that's fine too for a name. So. Uh, well, you know what? I'll give a name right now. Bob Becker, my buddy. He's uh, working with me, uh, you know, and it was um, crazy the way this happened as I've um, done some things through our, lo our local cancer support center, Anne's Place. And a couple of months, and again, Michael Hirsch, he uh, was the one that actually said when I was um, sad about my uh, my one doctor that died, he had said early in the year, maybe you should just write about him. And he was saying just to get it on the page. And then after I wrote about him, I spent the whole day and I sent it to him. And then Michael said, you know, you should send it to Kevin MD, right? And that's how it started. So now I've had several things published, the podcast and another article and podcast on the way. And uh, then um, there was opportunity to join a couple different writing groups at Ann's place. So I was like, what the heck? So one of them, um, the guy the day before he started, he sent us an email that he was looking forward to it. And I sent him back an email and just a general introduction about myself, nothing um, you know, specific about the work I was trying to do. And he uh, sent me a message back that he's been trying to work, you know, with our local healthcare system, you know, to make a positive impact. And I was like, like exactly what I was trying, like, so I sent him a message back. I'm like, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. So we went, we emailed like back and forth all day. So now uh, the writing group is twice a month. Um, I go in person, everybody else shows up on Zoom. And when the writing group is over, we sit and talk for a half hour and try to brainstorm and, um, and I would love uh, for you to send a, um, a book to my buddy, Bob Becker. And he says he would love to collaborate with us. That sounds okay. wonderful. I, I do want to say, Kim, we appreciate you so much. Um, I, I feel like you're trailblazing a role for many others in terms of connectivity, as well as celebrating physicians. And you're honestly, you're probably inspiring and empowering many more people than you even realize to pick up a pen, pick up a thank you card, send it to their physician and advocate. 
the amount of I tell everybody find your find your pond and throw a pebble. I feel like you've already thrown like fifteen hundred pebbles. So good for you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'll go echo that uh, absolutely, Kim. And yeah, thanks for what you do every day. Thanks for your service to to making healthcare a better place for everyone. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And I appreciate the two of you as well. You guys wrote the book, literally, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think that's a wrap. We appreciate you, and I hope you guys have a, a wonderful evening, and until uh, next time. Grab your copy today. Ripple of Change is available in hard, soft, and ebook formats. More information at www.ourquadrupleaim.com. Thanks for listening, and let's turn ripples into waves of lasting change. Stay tuned to this podcast as we search for examples of our quadruple aim. Join Medicine Forward, a grassroots organization disrupting how doctors organize, for a special town hall event on Thursday, September 21st, 2023, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are thrilled to host Dr. Gabe Boslett co-founder of the Good Trouble Coalition, is our honored guest. This interactive gathering offers a unique opportunity to engage in a meaningful discussion and connect with physicians and healthcare leaders from across the nation. Our aim is to transform our collective frustration with the current healthcare system into actionable initiatives that will drive positive change. Let's come together and stir up even more good trouble as a united force for better healthcare.